Welcome to the Aquademia podcast. Our diet is hurting the environment in myriad ways. I mean, we desperately need to eat more seafood. This is a pioneering industry with a whole lot of people who have really good ideas and a lot of experience and are unafraid. Aquademia is your go-to podcast for a fresh take on all things seafood. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Aquademia Podcast. I'm Sean O'Loughlin. I'm Justin Grant. And I'm Maddie Cassidy. And this is it. This the is... The end of the year wrap-up. End of the line. This is the 2021 end of year recap episode where we get to take a look back at the last year and just talk about how it went and what we did and just kind of some of our favorite moments and favorite episodes and stuff. But before we get into it... And actually... Before we get into what before we're going to get into, <laughs> I would like to mention that this is our third annual end of year recap episode, which is pretty cool that we've done this three years in a row. So if you're interested, guys. yeah, congratulations to us. So if you're interested in listening to where we've been as we look back on 2019 and then 2020, we'll have both of those episodes linked in the show notes so that you can kind of like see how far we've come since 2018. That's right. It's kind of like podcast episode inception here really before we start our conversation i want to remind everybody to please subscribe to aquademia wherever you get your podcasts you know the drill so you can get every new episode directly downloaded to your device as soon as it's available follow us on twitter at aquademia pod if you want to contact us fill out the contact form located at globalseafood.org slash podcast. And if you're feeling in a very festive holiday mood, we would love to receive a gift from you in the form of a rating or review on whichever podcast platform you listen to us on. That's right. If you're feeling in a giving mood, I like that. That's nice. (laughs) We really appreciate that. And we will give back by continuing to produce more stellar episodes for you in 2020. No reviews, no episodes. No reviews, no episodes. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. No, that's a lie. We will give you episodes regardless, but we would really appreciate those those uh, comments. So, lots of changes this year. Kind of a weird year for most people. Maybe not as weird as last year, but you know, we went for us. We went from being remote to being full time back in the office to being hybrid model, sometime at home, sometime in the office, and we were kind of all over the place. <laughs> and we weren't as it, we did not. How do I want to say this? We didn't produce as many episodes this year because if you remember at the beginning of last year, we made the decision to switch from weekly episodes to bi-weekly episodes. And then by the time Seafood Month came around, around October, we flipped back and then we started doing weekly episodes again. So we weren't consistent throughout the whole year, but we um, we did end up doing less episodes than we did last year because of that. And we have that tally. So in the year 2021, we released... <laughs> 31 episodes. And throughout those episodes, you will of course remember that we featured a variety of amazing guests this year. We've had such a broad range of people that came on the show this year and people from like a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different ages. And we're excited to say that we had 28 guests on the podcast this year. It's been quite a evolution. So in the beginning when we when we first started, We did a lot of reaching out. We had some ideas. And then, you know, year two, it was kind of a mix. We we weighed heavily on internal staff here at GSA. Yeah, that's true as well. Yep. And there's still, you know, there's still many employees that we want to get on the show that we haven't reached out to yet. But I, I feel like this year has been 
we haven't had to really reach out. We've had some ideas. And of course, given those ideas, we'd have to reach out to certain um, experts. But we've had the majority of our guests contact us with these ideas. They want to either be guests or they know of someone who would be a great guest. And that's and that's that's fun for us, I think, because it really allows us to. I think for once, we're not just pushing out the next episode without thinking of how it fits in the in the whole layout of the year. Now it's we have a bank of episodes and we look at what's the theme of the month or we've done a ton of career pathways and now we want to move into uh, innovation or something like that. And so we have some more flexibility and that's really because of people reaching out to us. So for those of you who have, thank you. And for those of you that want to, you've listened how you can do that in the intro and then again at this in the outro. So be sure to do that again in 2022. Yeah. And a lot of the episodes that we did this year, uh, especially the second half of the year, were like a result of kind of some of the feedback that we've been getting from you guys, the listeners, in that, you know, we were getting good feedback about the Seafood Innovations episodes, but we were getting a lot of feedback about the Career Pathways episodes, yep. which you hear us talk about a lot. We do a ton of those episodes and we have more coming in the in the near future. And that's because every time we release a Career Pathways episode, we get so much feedback about how much people loved it. And so it's pretty clear that you guys really like the Career Pathways episodes. So we are going to continue to do those regularly but we don't want it to be the only thing that we do. So, you know, we've seen really good performance with the Seafood Innovations episodes recently too. So we're going to really try and do a few more of those because I think people are really interested to see kind of what's emerging from the technology side of the industry as well. We also have a couple new series of ideas that will be coming next year that you guys will have to look out for. Side note, I was listening to our end of year recap episode from 2020, so last year's, and I think we had only done a very small number of Seafood Career Pathways episodes. And it's funny because I pointed it out that like we have heard such positive feedback from everybody. So I said... Mark my words, we're going to be doing a lot more Seafood Career Pathways next year. And I think that we can comfortably say that we delivered on that. Uh, yeah, it's really funny. Like every time we release one of those episodes, we get emails coming in. Just no one. They're not emails where people want to be on the show. They're not emails where people want to connect with us or anything. It's literally just people saying, hey, I loved that episode. And she she's awesome or that this person is awesome or whoever we spoke to uh and and i'd love to get in contact with them or you know i just love their story and that's that's great we really appreciate that and that's what drives us to do more of these so if you're actually on the other end of the spectrum and you're sick of the career pathways episodes let us know that too and we'll try to mix it up a little bit more we're gonna try to mix it up anyway <laughs> but uh those aren't going anywhere we're gonna continue to do career pathways Sprinkle episodes with people. yeah for sure well and i think before we move on we also really looked, and we said this at the beginning of the year, we really wanted to, even the scale of what our focus is, what industries, right? So yeah, yes, seafood, but we tried, we we typically were, what, you think 70-30 with like aquaculture and wild fisheries. And I think we're really looking at how to balance that scale. We, we, we made that a focus at the beginning of the year. I think the second half of 2021, we really, we really made that come to to life yeah and there's still more work to be done on that end yes I mean, sure there is still a lot of a lot to talk about with wild fisheries that we haven't touched on that we need to get in contact with more experts on but we're we're starting you know i mentioned at the beginning of this episode a lot of changes this year one of the big changes that you may have heard us mention or talk about at in some of the past episodes this year is the big rebrand that we had we went from the global aquaculture alliance to the global seafood alliance and that is now incorporating 
the wild sector as well. So, you know, we're gaining more context through that change. But that was a, that was a really big change. And that also has, you know, resulted in more responsibilities for us outside of the podcast, which is why you heard more episodes than usual in the second half of this year, where it was either just Justin and myself and a guest or just Maddie and myself as a guest or Sometimes it was only me. Sorry about that. And uh, that's just because we've gotten really busy with this rebrand and we're, you know, we need to kind of set ourselves up to be prepared for that kind of stuff in the future. So we're still working out some kinks as as we continue to grow. But we're going to talk about some of the, our favorite episodes and stuff. Before we do that, I think this is a good point for me to, for the first time, I'm sure we'll say it a bunch of times this episode, but I want to say thank you to all of our listeners who are continuing to share the episodes, download and listen and kind of just spread the word about it because I'm comfortable saying that we've grown into one of if not the top podcast in the seafood industry and that's because of you guys. We if you guys didn't listen, we there'd be no reason for us to do this. We would just toss the microphones in a closet. We but, would still um, do it. We just wouldn't have the mics plugged in. Right, we would just have these conversations <laughs> fire We wouldn't press the record button. We'd just <laughs> yeah. be yapping. So we we really appreciate all of our listeners and the support that you guys have given us. And, you know, the more we can grow this community, the better. So thank you for that. Do you guys have anything else you want to say before we kind of get into some of our favorite episodes from this year? Yes, actually, I think one thing that I love going over with you guys at the end of the year is which episodes were the most popular of the year. And I think, Sean, you might have some answers for me there. Yeah, we had a couple episodes that were super popular this year. One of them was episode number 97, which is Nanobubbles. It was a seafood innovation episode with uh, Moliere talking about nanobubbles. And that episode, believe it or not, jumped up to the third top episode of, of all time that we've released. And number one is the trailer. And number two is episode one, which means that that's all the people that listened to see if it's something they would be interested in. And if they're not interested in, then they didn't continue to listen. So it's always going to be those top two episodes kind of first. But then our next most popular episode is episode 97, Nanobubbles, which is crazy because that's a really big jump <laughs> to make. Our previous episode was from like two years ago. It had two years worth of downloads behind it. So pretty impressive for that episode's performance. Yeah, there are always times, and that's the beauty of analytics, is there are some episodes that will wrap up and you, you, you wonder what how uh, our audience will what they'll do with it right will will it be a popular episode will it just be status quo will it be underperforming and a few times i get shocked of ones well nano bubbles that one was interesting right but that for, for most of it was over my head that was really technical and it was mm -hmm. this technology mm -hmm. that just you know you really got to live it and breathe it in order to fully understand it but just that's a prime example of one of those episodes where I was like, well, you think that was just too complicated for our audience? And then, nope. Apparently <laughs> not. It. Yeah. So that one did really well. And then another episode that did really well was another seafood innovation episode. And that was um, Ocean Forecasting with the guys yep. from Scoot Science, which was uh, also a super interesting episode. I, I dumbed that down a little bit too much for them, I think, but I was really, <laughs> I, I really found that fascinating. And I, and, um, I really wanted to understand that as clearly as I could. And I, I think that if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check that out. It's really fascinating and something that people probably haven't really thought about from the industry side. Yeah, as an environmental science nerd, I loved that episode also. <laughs> so I'm not surprised that that's one of the top episodes. Yeah. And then another one that did really well was actually a re-release of our previously most popular episode, which is starting a recirculating aquaculture system. We re-released it because it was so popular and the re-release of it also made the top 10 downloads. So I guess if you combined 
uh, those two episodes into one, that would probably be our most popular episode. But, you know, that one did really well, too. So do we want to go over countries, too? Yeah, let's do it. We can just kind of run through real quick the top 10 countries. They actually have changed a little bit since last year. I don't know. Last year, Maddie reminded me, last year we we had data from... um something called Spotify Wrapped, which was all of our Spotify data for the podcast. And it gave us some really cool insight into uh, the increases in where people in like listens and downloads from different locations. And it was some really, really cool data. But unfortunately, at the time that we're recording this, that data is not available to us yet. So we're not going to be able to use that for this. So we're going to kind of go off of our regular data that we always have available to us in real time. And I'm going to go over the kind of top 10 countries. We'll just breeze through them. Um, to see if anything has changed. Let's go backwards. Let's start from 10. Oh, okay. Let's well, build we, up the suspense. Uh, number 10 is Thailand. Yep. We got we got a good amount of listeners in Thailand, apparently. That's that's always good to see. Do you guys, uh, do you want to like comment on any of these? You want me to just kind of breeze uh, I'll, I'll comment when we get into like the top five. Okay. <laughs> but I'll do number nine. Number nine is Belgium. Number eight is New Zealand. Number seven, Brazil. Number six, Germany. Maddie was five. Norway. Number four is Canada. Number three, United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. And number two is Australia. And number one is the U.S. So Um, before you comment. Yep. Go. I just want to say that what separates four, which is Canada, three, United Kingdom, two, Australia, is less than 1% difference. Actually, it's really, it's less than like 0.3% difference. (laughs) Yeah, actually. Yeah. So anyone wants to that lives in those regions or countries that wants to binge over the holidays, you may be the sole responsible person of moving your country (laughs) up the list. Spread the word. You know, I think for a really long time, maybe even the first couple of years, the UK, particularly Scotland, which was the Mm -hmm. major contributing country to that percentage, was number two. With, Australia. A, with, with Australia as a close third, but Australia kind of, you know, they pulled ahead. So I'm I'm not against starting up a little competition to see if maybe halfway <laughs> through the year next year, we see who's there and maybe we'll try to schedule a trip to that place, you know, for, for a meet and greet. I don't know. I think it's interesting because I feel like a lot of these countries are pretty new to our top 10 list. Like I know Mm -hmm. we used to have Mexico and Ecuador on there. And I Mm -hmm. think that Thailand is new and maybe Belgium and Brazil. So it's cool that we're getting a lot of downloads in countries that are not natively English speaking areas. Right. It's also interesting to me that there's such a wide gap between the ranking for New Zealand and Australia. And well, there's I don't some know- areas I'd like to see pop up on this list. And that's, yes. again, the, the wonders of analytics is we can see if there's other regions that we want to target or we can ask ourselves the questions of, well, why not? Maybe, you know, one thing I'd like to see us do more of next year and maybe what I... What I say will come true, like what happened with Maddie with the uh, career pathways. But I would like to see more species spotlights. Mm-hmm. So leave a comment or a review if you agree. <laughs> <laughs> Smash that like button. <laughs> so I'll give a little hint. Maybe the fact that we're going over these countries is a little hint for something that we're planning as a series for next year. I'm going to leave it at that, but Hell let you yeah, think about that's it. That's right. One of our new series that we got in the in the works. That'll be good. Very excited. All right. Let's talk about some specific episodes. So I tasked my co-hosts here, my lovely co-hosts, to kind of pick out their top three favorite episodes from the past year and um, to kind of think about why, they, why they're why they their favorite episodes. Uh, so these are not based on 
you know, the how many downloads an episode got or or how many shares it got on social media. Like this is just about which ones did we enjoy the most and why. Also not taking away from any other episodes because we love doing every episode of this. The fact that we get paid at our job to produce these podcast episodes is a dream come true. Just want to put that out there. But uh, let's see. Maddie, do you want to start off by giving us one of your top three episodes in no particular order? Sure thing. So I know you said three and I it's funny because I listened back, obviously, to the last year's episode and I did the same exact thing <laughs> this year. I couldn't decide on three. Well, so I have a I couple have honorable four. mentions on my list as well. So. OK, so I have four. I just couldn't decide. We have too many amazing people that join us and I learn so many things that it's hard to roll it down to just three there may be some overlap between us all Mm. that's true that's true so the first one that comes to mind for an episode that really made an impact on me this year was one of our first episodes of 2021 and that was episode 92 which is called becoming a seafood cookbook author and making seafood at home with maureen c berry so that's so funny because I got that email this morning. I got an email from like <laughs> like about her accepting a recording meeting from this past February. And it was totally weird. And I felt like I was in a time loop. <laughs> I was like, is Maureen coming on the show again? <laughs> well, we should definitely have her on again because that was yeah. such an amazing episode. Maureen had a lot of really great tips on how to make seafood at home, which we'll talk about my seafood journey update at the end of the episode. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. But also Maureen is just a really amazing and inspirational person. And I love hearing her stories and how she has navigated a lot of the challenges that have come up in her life and i just really look at her as a role model for myself so it was really cool to like actually sit down and talk to her and i just really enjoyed that episode awesome i liked that episode too just yeah, was a good episode but what's one of yours i'm gonna go with episode 102 which was another seafood career pathways and that was with kyle lee and i'm sure some of you both have that one that was yep. just that was my that, one of mine that was on my list as well yep that that was just a fun conversation and it's always interesting to see how people ended up where where they currently are. And I'll, I'll talk more about that specifically, not this episode, but really that whenever we have a career path, epi- a career pathways episode, I always talk about that, that fork in the road, right? That decision mm-hmm. or that, that moment where you have to the make a decision. Yeah. yeah. That opportunity. And everyone seems to have that in their story and you can pinpoint it. So Kyle's episode was just, it was fun chatting with him. He's really down to earth and, and I love people who can just tell us those stories. So and he's that was, accomplished that was a lot for Absolutely. his age. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. I had that, uh, that episode on my list as well. So I guess I should probably say something about <laughs> it. Right. I think that that one stood out to me, um, because it was really one of the first episodes where we really drilled into fisheries specific topic as well as a, um, career pathways episode so you know we've we've dabbled here and there with some some wild caught fishery stuff but it's usually kind of intermingled with everything else that we're talking about but this was one of the first episodes this past year that we really just that was all about fisheries and all of, and his story was all about wild caught fisheries and it and and i think that kind of stood out to me for that reason a little bit too and it was nice to start thinking in that mind frame of of the vessels and the regulations and all that and yeah i just i i really enjoyed that episode as well I think, and we've mentioned this before, but I don't have a degree in aquaculture or I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm a recreational fisherman, but I don't 
fish for a four. You don't have a history of, you know, generations <laughs> before you being on boats, right? So, yeah. So, so when we do episodes, there, there's I learn a lot. And just based off the work that I, I've done with the Global Aquaculture Alliance, and there's a reason why I said it that way, is I've learned a lot about aquaculture, especially through this through the podcast with innovations and, and, and types of systems that people are raising fish in. And the fisheries aspect is also really unique. And I think I have a, a lot to learn in there. So the more we can get people in that space on talking about the things that they're doing, it's just, a, just, it's, it's more excitement. It's, it's learning for me selfishly. That's what I get out of them. I'm, and I'm sure of a lot of our listeners know a lot of the stuff that people are talking about and they just like to hear the story. But that's uh, that's been really exciting for me. Yeah, it was great. Um, I guess I'll go with one of mine. Uh, my the first one I put on my list here was episode number ninety four. You don't want to mess with Toto Abba. <laughs> and that one as, almost made my list. Yeah, as a podcast junkie uh, who is subscribed to like hundreds of podcasts and is just constantly listening, obviously I am. You know, I spend time within that true crime podcast world, which is like a huge percentage of podcasts is all about true crime. And I was like, this is as, probably as close as we'll get to like the opportunity to do one of those true crime podcasts. Um, and it's <laughs> <laughs> because it was just so fascinating. And it's just like it it sounds like a like it could be an HBO series, you know, like with everything that went into it, just so different from anything that we've ever done. And I just really thought that that was a super fascinating topic and I really enjoyed it. And we got some cool feedback because I guess we got some stuff wrong. Um, I, I mentioned it in the pre, in the following episodes after that one, but, uh, you know, there was a little bit of clarification that kind of came through from people that listened to it, which was also cool because that just, you know, just enhances everything that we learned and that we talked about. So that was one of my favorite episodes this year. Maddie, what do you got? Another episode that I loved because this this issue is very near and dear to my heart is episode number 95, Women's History Month, Discussing Women in Seafood. So this was an episode that Elise and I kind of took over and mm -hmm. spotlighted a few different stories of women in aquaculture and in fisheries and in seafood as a whole, and also talking about women in positions in power in the industry and also a few different resources that GSA has made that are about women in seafood. So that one was really special for me. And it was fun to kind of like have that as our episode. And I think that a lot of people liked that episode. So we'll definitely be doing more of women-centered content in the future. Mm -hmm. That was an honorable mention for me as well. It's a good one. All right. I will move on to episode 112, which was Seafood Innovations. And that was with Chip Terry, which is one of our more recent ones. Since I'm from Maine, I love talking with people who are also from Maine. Oh, that's was good because really we've been doing a lot of that lately. Yeah, we have. We have uh, <laughs> a lot of honorable mentions for that. For that we category. got more episodes coming up in the beginning of 2022 with people from Maine. But the thing with, with Chip is he you look at where he started and, and where he ended up. And it wasn't, I, I think that innovations, which I've always said have been my favorite types of episodes. And you look at what he had identified a, a common problem that the industry had. And he, he had this, what he thought was a solution. And it was just like a garage project that ended up turning into something really useful. And, and you're just watching the growth of what, what he's calling blue trace, which, and, I won't 
put a synopsis of the of the whole entire episode. People can listen to it. Any any of the honorable mentions, I will link in the show notes, uh, or what we're considering our 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 fave fave episodes. Chip was also someone who came to the office, so we were able to sit in person, and that's that something was that one of we're... the first in person guests we've had. Like maybe yep. that's the first in person guest we've had since pre pandemic. Well, it it might have been. That's not an uh, internal staff member. I think yeah, and it's exciting to get back to some sort of normalcy, right? We always say, well, you know, I think we've really figured out how to do the the podcast. If someone's in the office and two of us are at home, or all of us are remote. But when we're all sitting around the table having a conversation, a lot of times you forget that the microphone's even in front of you. And it just, you know, it takes that first five minutes to get everyone kind of loosened up and get, and moving along with the conversation. And then before you know it, you know, an hour has passed by and you've bounced mm-hmm. all over the place with this with a with a story. And it's really special when we get opportunities to do that. And I really hope that in 2022, uh, we're going to be able to do that more often. Maybe even the three of us will be able to travel and 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 see some people yeah we've gotten a lot of feedback from that episode i actually got an email feedback from that episode this morning people really enjoyed that too like i said or like you said it's something that's going to be really helpful and is already really helpful for people in the shellfish industry so yeah good stuff Uh, another episode on my list is let's see two of mine have already been mentioned so i will uh, actually kind of this one we talked about a little bit too my third one on my list was episode 97 seafood innovations nanobubbles with warren russell of moliere again disruptive technology that is just gonna be really really useful for a ton of different applications it already is and just something that i just did not know existed absolutely fascinating and just kind of blew my mind a little bit like you said over my head but i understood enough to understand that it is totally fascinating and totally cool um (laughs) go back and listen to it if you haven't yet it is one of our most popular episodes that was but, a really uh, good one. Yeah, so I you probably already heard everyone it. just keeps re-listening because they're like, "What the heck is going they listen, on here?" They listen four times in a row because they're like, "I'm starting to get it." So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifth chi- time's a charm. <laughs> it is. It is a complicated subject, and it's it, it, you know you really kind of have to pay attention to to follow how it works, and maybe do a little bit of extra research besides just listening to our episode. But just fascinating and super super cool. So. That was the last one. Do you guys have any other? Last one on my list, and I'm surprised no one has mentioned this because this was a really big deal for us, was episode 100. That was my first honorable mention, yeah. We celebrated our 100th episode this year. It came out, I think, over the summer of 2021. Mm -hmm. And it was just so cool to hit that milestone. I mean, the episode kind of speaks for itself. We got some feedback from listeners that we shared some of their messages. And then we talked about some of our highlights from the podcast in general. So it was a special episode and also a really cool milestone that I'm really proud of us for hitting. Yeah. I Like I said, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I have had a number of podcasts that I've hosted in the past and presently. 100 episodes is no joke. It's a hard milestone to reach and we couldn't have reached that without our listeners. So thank you guys again. Justin, do you have another one on your list? And without your hard work, oh. Sean. So sh- major shout out to oh, you. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, mine have, what was on my list has, has been mentioned. But I, I do want to clarify, and you said this already, Sean, is that we don't just accept anybody on the show. We want to make sure that there's a story. All of our episodes mean something to us, and we believe they'll mean something to our listeners. And that is why we do them. So all of our episodes, 100 plus, um, 
even the silly ones where it's just the three of us talking about crazy random seafood dishes you may have never tried and those are just for us to sometimes just sit down and i really yeah and i enjoy doing those and I, i know that you both do as well which is why this this one is was supposed to be an end of the year recap which ends up probably going for like six hours yeah it was supposed to be 15 minutes we've already <laughs> yeah, gone for yeah. 35 <laughs> but i don't i don't want anyone to think that because their episode didn't in 2021 didn't make the list that means it takes away from that episode it 100 does not we uh we all have our our passions and and things that we really like we're all different maddie sean and myself so there are certain episodes that just speak directly to us as people and as as uh the line of work that we're in and sometimes and that's why we're mentioning them the way that that we are it doesn't take away from any of the other episodes all what 31 episodes this year one one last one that i want to give a shout out to uh, before we kind of wrap things up is episode 93, which was a career pathways episode with Wally Stevens. Uh, I wanted to make sure that I highlighted that episode as well, because as you probably have heard by now, Wally is retiring this year for like the, the 10th time, but he says he's really <laughs> doing it this time. He's Wally we took is, his key away. So he can't yeah. come back in the office. <laughs> <laughs> we took his key fob while Wally is retiring after, after a long and storied career, in the seafood industry and he's had some really big impacts and uh, we loved hearing his story and we love that we had the opportunity to come in and work with him every day for the last few years um, and just a, an amazing human being and if you missed that episode make sure you go check it out that's all I got for you guys I, you know as uh, Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters says done done on to the next one let's do another year of this I have two fun things that I feel the need that I have to mention in order for us to really wrap this year up with a bow. Okay. So the first one though, is that one thing that we talked about in last year's wrap up episode is what inspired us like from just like the general podcast in into our own lives. And I didn't really have anything, but Justin did. And Justin talked about how he was considering getting into beekeeping and how he wants oh. to do research and learn more about it and how he was really inspired to take the plunge of like really looking into it from different career pathways episodes. And it was so cool to listen back to that because... Justin has some exciting news of his first year of beekeeping. Oh yeah, so uh, I did take the plunge and am now addicted to, <laughs> to to beekeeping. To Maddie's point, yeah, it was it was. You look at people who got into the seafood industry and how they. I've just, I've learned a lot just through working at GAA, which is now GSA. But you look at disease management, right? It's like a, I guess you could call them a, a cash crop, but I'm not, I'm not selling my honey, but I want to make sure that the bees that I have are healthy. They're thriving in the environment that I've given to them. Uh, and there's just so much science out there. You can ask one question to five beekeepers and you will get six different responses. And that sounds crazy, but it is true. So you really got to find your own way and experiment. And one year is definitely not enough time to to do that. But it has been a lot of fun. And I was able, any beekeepers out there that are actually listening know that it's really hard to, uh, for your bees, first year bees to actually grow big enough and make enough honey for you to actually harvest. Because for those who aren't beekeepers, will uh, 
may or may not know that bees survive in the winter off of their honey. So if you take, if you harvest too much honey, if you live anywhere that's cold or anywhere where there's just a dearth of nectar and pollen, then they will not survive those months. And I was able to leave my bees with plenty of honey. Hopefully they'll make it through the winter. This is my first winter, but just to be able to hand that out has been really rewarding. So I did, I made the plunge. I'm addicted. I'm buying more hives over this coming winter. And at some point I'm probably going to have a, not a lunch and learn, but I'm probably going to do a presentation on one for, for the office on what year one of beekeeping was at my house. I do have a crazy story about it, which I'd love to share share here. But we've been going now for forty minutes, so I'll I'll, I'll save that for another day. You you can really hear the passion behind that, can't you? I mean, it's we talk- pouring raining right now, and it's like forty degrees. You do not open a hive when it's forty degrees because you can chill chill the bees, and it's not good. They're huddled up for winter. But I go out there and I just you know I check out the hives, see how they're doing. Because I only have two right now, so it's you know I just walk out there and check out everything, make sure bears didn't destroy the hive or they got, they shouldn't blow over cause they're stuck full of honey. But, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. They're like my kids, all like 50,000 of them. It's just cool because <laughs> I remember there were multiple times where you would come into the office and be like, okay, I think this is it. I, I think that I killed them. I don't think they're going to make it. We and do. It's amazing how often we talk about bees. They made it. So that is just the coolest thing. And it was so cool to listen back and hear you be like, yeah, I'm thinking about like starting to do some research into this. That's awesome. All right. We are, we've been doing this for a while, but uh, so I do want to wrap it up. But Maddie, give us an update on your seafood consumption goals. So my goal was to incorporate more seafood into my regular diet because I really, I would eat it occasionally, but it wasn't really something that I was regularly eating. And I'm proud to report that I definitely at a minimum am eating seafood at least once a week and I'm trying and it it's it's usually like one and a half times a week. So I'm nice, getting there. Nice. I'm moving forward and I'm being more experimental with my recipes, which is good for me because I'm not much of a chef. So yeah, thanks to I the podcast that. for the push to get me to do that. Sounds like we got to do a little bit more pushing. We got to get you up to two. Yeah, yeah we what's have your, to get what's to What's your two. favorite seafood meal that you have discovered in the past year? So one thing that I like doing is adding salmon to my salads. That's something that I'm really mm-hmm. into. Um, and then another thing that I feel like we've mentioned so many times on the podcast, but it's the toaster oven tilapia. <laughs> it's just so good. It's so it easy and it's quick, which is what I like. Do you ever do you have bagels in the morning? I like smoked salmon. Oh smoked yeah, bagels. that's really good. Smoked too. salmon and scrambled eggs is also very very mm, good. So good. Um, all right, let's uh, <laughs> let's move into 2022. It's time it's time to turn this page on 2021 with a big thank you to all of our listeners and supporters. Everyone who's reached out to us, everyone who's used the contact page at globalseafood.org/podcast, and just gotten in contact with us uh, to talk about episode topics or make recommendations for guests or just tell us how much they love the show you guys are the reason we do this we really appreciate all of the love and support that you have shown us over the last few years particularly in the last year and we want to sincerely say thank you and we will talk to you next time ciao bye see you next year (laughs) 